You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. You're listening to your number one pod, pod, pod. From around the globe. From around the globe. The Anthony and Maddie, Anthony and Maddie Podcast. This is the Maddie and Anthony podcast, and we're playing some old West music for some god awful reason. And I am here to <laughs> hang out with my dear friends and talk about what's going on here live at the Laugh Factory. And when I say live, folks, I mean mm-hmm. pre recorded. Please turn the music down so we can discuss our lives on this lovely new month. It's fresh and fabulous. November. Or Movember, I have a mustache. Yeah. Okay, when I asked you to turn the music down, I didn't mean to keep playing oh, I thought it. You were, I thought you were going still. I yeah, you were sure, still no problem. Uh, it's fine that you're... I don't understand. What are we going to do? Give a us Western? a Western uh, monologue. A short Maddie, monologue. do you not know how to turn the music okay. down? <laughs> All right, I What's got happening? It. Sorry. Uh, I mean, you're a dear man, a dear friend, but you and technology are not uh, <laughs> one and the same. <laughs> I thought you wanted... <laughs> I thought you wanted to keep going. You were you're in you're in the zone. Yeah, uh, I was so in the zone that Wild the, Wild West. Oh, that Jim is West. Lucretia talking <laughs> about the Wild Wild West. We have the Dot Man Chris Dotson here. Uh, well, Greg Buckman is away, and I feel like stretching my legs, baby. He <laughs> uh, so relaxing. Not he to have interrupts. Go wow, 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 or. I'm not making this up. Right, right. You <laughs> know what, though? We need, to, we need to cut this out because we're so used to having him in that we're doing what he does yeah, subconsciously. Wow. Oh, oh, right. wow. <laughs> well, Lucretia, let's talk about this weekend. Uh, we had a beautiful weekend, and uh, we were on your actual podcast. Uh, can you talk about your podcast and what you invited us to do? Well, um, I'm a big old nerd, and one of my favorite places to be in the world is uh, Comic-Cons. And um, I did this last year with a different group. Okay, uh, Lucretia, so, yeah. can I stu- yeah. uh, let's talk about this yeah. time. Last well, year? Yeah. Oh. I know. Yeah, you guys weren't there. But, the, you know, as I say, what, I did why L.A. Comic-Con. Why were we there last year? I didn't yeah, know why you didn't guys, you invite yeah. us? That's And you're trying to rub it in our face? Yeah. I, I didn't know you, but trust me, if I'd have known you, I would have invited you. You invited me, and I said we I wouldn't do it unless Anthony was there. Is that yes. true? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are you trying to use the fame of Maddie and not the non-fame of Anthony for no, your podcast I, pleasures? <laughs> you don't well, have a little that, pot? Uh, what's that sleeping bag yeah, right there? I know. Oh, that's the oh. dot man's. Chris, how are you doing? Yeah. Um, I'm doing okay. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, the traveling man, dot man. Yeah. yeah. Why'd you Why'd you bring the 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 knapsack? Um, I have copies of my new book, and then I have uh, the tarot deck in case you wanted me to do more tarot. Uh, oh, I wow. I do not. I don't want to have anything to do with these witches and warlocks this this November. But, but tell yeah. us, tell us about your book. Yeah, what's your book? Um, I'm gonna. He forgot the name yeah. of his own book. This is fine. <laughs> it's yeah. called it's called The Lumberjerk. Uh, it's a dark comedy. It's about this guy who used to be a lumberjack, and then he grew up to be a jerk. So that's why it's called The Lumberjerk. Um, and his name is Steve. He's 52 years old, uh, and he has one goal, and his goal is to find out who's been urinating in the pool at his gym. So he uses his life savings to hire two hitmen to find the, cul- find the culprit and take him or her out. 
That's that's the book. It's wow. two hundred and forty-three wow. pages, and it's in English. For those yeah. of that's you that's a big that, accomplishment. Yeah, that's, that's a awesome. huge yeah. accomplishment. And for those of you that were listening, uh, the dot man read the back of the book because he doesn't know his own book. What is going on? <laughs> you want to explain your book? I like to write things out so that I can just read. Okay. You know, I'm an actor, so I'm used to reading off a sure, script. Sure, so sure. I need you to, did like, write this things. book, though, right? Do can we believe this? <laughs> You no, didn't just pick it. up any book and like read the back of a book and say <laughs> you wrote it, did you? No, I wrote that synopsis. Actually, my fiance did, but oh, but I read it. Now we're getting who to the wrote day. the book? <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris Dodson. Dodson. Gotcha. Yeah. Chris Dodson. Uh, Lucretia, we were at LA Comic Con. Yes. Oh yeah. It was great. We were on your podcast. Tell us a little bit about your podcast first off. Uh well, uh, this podcast that we did live at LA Comic Con with Maddie and Anthony, who we are on their show right now. Um, yes, uh, I do another podcast called Dead Inside mm-hmm. with a fellow guest of this show, Jacqueline Pissarro, another comedian. You wow. like to talk about the dark stuff. Yeah, and well, I, I do. love that topic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you were gracious enough to invite us to LA Comic Con, and we had an absolute blast. Yes, it's always fun to do live podcast. I mean, you know, so people see how the sausage is made and, you know, basically and it's out to, you know, as uh, we speak. So, yeah, guys, go look up Dead Inside with Lucretia Lyon and Jacqueline Passaro on your podcast app that you're on right now listening to this. And you can hear that one. It's called Live at L.A. Comic Con. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, and we're on there. And uh, yeah. we had a blast. We saw some fun costumes. We saw we some fun. You uh, met Tommy Wissow from the room. We yeah. did, and he was everything that you can he imagine. He was hilarious. He had um, seven belts on. I was standing by his booth, and someone recognized me and asked to take a photo with me. And Tommy saw saw this and w- went up to me and was like, uh, uh, "Who are you?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm Maddie. I'm from Stranger Things." He's like. Go to your booth. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy was not happy. Another thing that was funny is uh, I went up to Tommy and I was just kind of walking around. Uh, It was so chaotic that at one point I was behind the booth kind of just trying on clothes and he kept on handing me things while uh, talking to people in the line. But I somehow got out that I wanted him to be on our podcast Mm. and and then uh, I introduced Maddie as my co-host and then after he's like, yeah, yeah, email me. It sounds great. And I could, we could have counted to five seconds. And there was another guy that looked almost exactly like <laughs> me. Another guy that looked like Maddie. They have a podcast. <laughs> and they were talking to Tommy about the same exact topic. So that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people look a lot alike at um, Comic-Con. It, it is crazy. Yeah, it was pretty funny. We people felt hate. special, but yeah. we were not at all. But we had fun. Jake the Snake Roberts was there selling autographs. Uh, we met know, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Yeah. We told him we liked his tacos and donuts because he has Trejo's tacos, Trejo's donuts. And his horchata is a recipe by his daughter. I don't know if you knew that. I Most did. of his tacos are oh. his mother's recipes. Yeah. We mm-hmm. actually, yeah. Maddie and myself, family affair. thought we were having cool. lunch with uh, the actress of Nightmare on Elm Street, which is pretty funny. like uh, Heather I, Langenkamp? Or I thought main? she oh, yeah. was there. <laughs> uh, I And I was like, Maddie, we, uh, there was like this area where you can make like chicken salad sandwiches in this little area. And I made a <laughs> sandwich. Salad sandwich bar. I, I made my sandwich. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Maddie, I think that's the w- girl from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So we sat at the table. Uh, Maddie said something first. that uh, he, She was... Uh, 
talking to these two people. Maddie said something. It was completely ignored. And he was like, no, I did not. No, remember? It was like, so do you guys like uh, fun or whatever? And they oh, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. They and didn't then, hear me. And then eventually they start talking about Universal Studios and how this guy's daughter went there. And so we... I broke the conversation. We broke into was, the conversation. I, I was like, oh, Anthony loves uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Right. And, and it ended up being a wonderful conversation with a lady who is not the lead actress of uh, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, it's not Heather Lane. Uh, I don't yeah. know. None of us really know. <laughs> she probably thought, what is going on? We were. She. Why are they asking me about Freddy Krueger all the time? But I think maybe I mentioned to come on our podcast, and I'm sure she's <laughs> like, "Well, my son's around here, and I'm just having a chicken salad sandwich." But uh, I guess I can come on your podcast. <laughs> Anyways, the podcast uh, that Lucretia does is an important part of our October because we had uh, a conversation about the Ouija board that we played here um, on one of our podcasts. And let's just kind of dive into that gloomy thing that we did. Yeah. Um, We played it, and we thought Greg Buckman was moving it and everything. I really thought he was. And it spelled out hat. It spelled out hat. Which I did a little more investigating, and I found out that um, that there was actually a ghost in the laugh factory um that the owner the owner would always come across and he thinks it was groucho marx from the marx brothers well when in this room there is a picture of the marx brothers that it was pointing at can so. i can i talk yeah. to you for a moment mm-hmm. do does anybody else feel the tension in the room right now i honest to god feel tension in the room i feel weird like <laughs> since we talked about it i started feeling weird so we play the Ouija board, think nothing of it. A week later, all of our lives start becoming miserable. For instance, I go to New York City. I'm with baby Zane, my four-year-old. <laughs> On our way to New York City, I, uh, or when we land in New York City, I realized I somehow lost my wallet. Now this is an ID, all my credit cards, I'm with a baby. This is a nightmare situation. I didn't know what to do. I just lifted to the place I was staying at. Eventually, I had to have my mom uh, send my passport, which ended up being like $60. So uh, I got my passport in New York so I could open a credit card or a temporary credit card with my bank. Uh, This was a real nightmare. And then Greg Buckman (laughs) was walking in a rainy night, fell in the air, Slipped on his back Slipped on, on a his boulder. back and almost broke his back. Uh, while that was happening, his dogs were trying to push him up, and Greg was, like, screaming, help, help, help. Nobody helped him. Uh, Greg now feels and has said, he's not here, but he has said to all of us that he felt a push. And gr- the Marx Brothers yeah. were known as uh, physical comedians. Yeah. Pushing so, someone right. down would be Slapstick funny to them. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. So, so, th- so Greg, not even in the Laugh Factory, was pushed down. Now, Lucretia, you had some situations. What happened to you? Yeah, like um, I got into a fight with my roommate um, about him pulling his load, and then it did not end well. It ended with me being like, "All right, dude, you're out." And um, so, yeah, now I'm having to move. But uh, Chris, yeah. what happened to you within a week of playing this? 
horrific board. Uh, again, real quick, the book is called The Lumber Jerk. It's available on Amazon. <laughs> the Kindle version is a steal. It's only two ninety nine. That's three dollars. He is than a uh, reading the back of his book uh, uh, yet again. The paperback oh, version is fourteen ninety five. I can't do much about that. There's just costs more to make the paperback version, as you might expect. I do yeah. not know if this man wrote this thing. He was looking on my computer the price, and he had to lean I in because he wasn't wearing his yeah. glasses. He wrote the book. I vouch yeah. for him. My other book is called Eat with Caution. It's about a husband. <laughs> husband and wife who take up cooking as a hobby the only problem is whenever they cook for someone that person ends up dying so they're trying to figure out why are these people dying we're not actively trying to kill them that's also available on amazon kindle version only he definitely wrote that book he did because, not read anything no no there. he that didn't read awesome. anything so he guess, definitely yeah. wrote that one chris mm-hmm. what yeah. happened <laughs> Can we talk about you calling me though friday night Dave why is chris invited here to promote his book <laughs> Is that why Chris is here right now? So the lumberjack. I heard something happen with him too. God, Uh, why is Chris here? He's just promoting. (laughs) He wants to sell. You know what it is? Yeah. The Ouija board is making me irritated again with Chris and his book sales. Oh my God, Lucretia! You were upset, and you called me Friday night. I think like eleven o'clock at night, eleven thirty. The only reason I was up is because I was watching the Dodgers game, and if it hadn't been in the fourteenth inning of that at that point, I wouldn't have taken your call. But I was up. We chatted. (laughs) And you needed me at that time to talk you off the ledge a little bit because you're all <laughs> bent out of shape about this Ouija board. You I wanted was. to burn it, which I didn't think that was necessarily a good idea, especially <laughs> if you're going to burn something. I think it needs to be done in, in a specific way. Yes. Otherwise, it makes no, matters appar- worse. Apparently, that makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, so you got to be really careful with that stuff. Um, the other thing that I was trying to remind you of <laughs> that night is that Ouija board is a game that's sold at Target. Walmart. It's aimed towards kids. I don't think it's inherently spooky or creepy. If you want to like bring energy into it and charge it with that, cool. Um, I don't mean to be a skeptic, but I think if we're really going to address this, we have to look at it from a couple different angles. I really feel like you are working for the Hasbro. other side, the dark side. I feel Hasbro. like something did happen. He's I feel this isn't Hasbro. the Chris I know. I- I'm He's so- not a promotion... <laughs> Uh, you know, I think it's the Marx Brothers because when we did the Ouija board, it said it it spelled out the word hat. Mm-hmm. And I did some more research and the Marx Brothers were known. F- no, uh, Groucho Marx was known for his wordplay. And uh, it turns out that the expression you're a hat means you're a goon. Or a mouth breather. So this this so is a stretch, but it could be being haunted by Groucho Marx. Well, and well, here it is. And Maddie had some problems. He doesn't even want to talk about his problems. He he just uh, he they were terrible. He doesn't want to reveal what happened. And and I don't. And you know, it's 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 not a laughing matter of what happened. And I well, don't want to bring my it up. stuff laughing. My stuff laughing. Yeah. What do you? T- she's got to move from her yeah. place. Anyways, this Ouija board is of the devil. The Marx Brothers are from hell. I'm wearing a cross, just so everyone knows. Maddie yep. is wearing a cross. I'm crossing my legs. Uh, I got that the supernatural count. tattoo on my. That doesn't self. count. So, Anthony, you can't cross your legs. It's a cross. Crossing your legs is a form of a cross. It says it's it in not. the terms. It's, it's not. a cross. There's nowhere in the Bible that says... You cross your legs, you're fine. Uh, Have you read the whole Bible? Because I have. And it's like John 3.18. Cross your legs, thou shalt cross. So anyways, Mm -hmm. I looked it up. 
And burn. We thought burning the Ouija board was a good idea, but and the burning of the Ouija board ended up to be a terrible thing, and it makes the ghosts angry. So what I looked up was, you are supposed to cut the board in seven, take it far away from where you live, and bring it to a, a holy place, bury it big or no, uh, build or what is it? Build a hole, dig a hole, dig a hole. Then on the bottom of the hole, pentagram, throw holy water on it, put the dirt back in. I cannot think today. And then you put uh, mm. the pentagram on top, and then that's how you seal it. But you have to do it in seven different holy locations away from each other. There's either that or you can sell the board. And guess what, folks? I sold the board to one of the most grand human beings Please bring in Tuesday. How are you, Tuesday? Hi, where's my board? She gets right to business. I paid for that. You guys really, really are scared of this. Yes, we are. Yeah. You look fabulous, by the way. Can you, you, can, you can refer to me as Mother Reverend yes, Tuesday. You, mm-hmm. Tuesday is dressed as Mother Reverend. I'm dressed in the full nun's habits. I have mm-hmm. the crosses and I have the flying nun hat or whatever you want to call it. Tuesday dre- is dressed as a, a as a nun with fashion. And I love you coming in like this. Thank you. Well, I mean, I was on the podcast with you and Lucretia and Maddie and Jacqueline, and I just couldn't take it anymore. I could not take that you guys were scared of a Hasbro game. I couldn't take the fact that you thought being cursed meant I lost my wallet or I have a bad roommate. I just couldn't. So I had to pull out a dollar and buy that Ouija board. You have. I'm a giver. Well, I, I want you. everybody thank to you be so happy. Much, I'm we, a giver. Thank you so much because we need that stress off. You do. Now, with you all do. of the stressful stories you've heard, you're willing to take this on? Yeah, I don't believe in that stuff. I believe I do believe in energy. I believe that um, if you keep believing and pulling from the negative energy that you're creating with it, yeah, sh- stuff's going to happen. And but I don't pull from that. Tuesday, you I, gave I, me a I, dollar, I, so I, you have bought I, this thing. And you check to make sure the dollar did not have uh, three sixes in the serial number. That was we it had did. to check that. Yeah. It did have it though, unfortunately, didn't it? Don't they yeah, all? It did. No, don't they all? Yes, oh. all money. Well, hold they, on, hold no, on. money is Illuminati, which is not Satan. Those are two different things. The thing that I like <laughs> is it's going to a safe home. You're a nun. Uh, you're bringing it to the nunnery. Is that what they call the yeah, nunnery? I think you do call it the nunnery, don't and, they? And you're it's a like fashionable nun. carvery and the nunnery. She's got yeah. bling for a nun. Yeah. Yeah. Nunnery and con. She's got some bling. Tuesday, can you tell uh, us? Lucretia, are you checking all of your dollar bills for yeah. the signs of Satan None of them now? have 666 <laughs> on them. So, yeah, I, I, was, I was curious. Okay, I was now like, the no. next step is to lick them for cocaine residue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, oh. and no, then, I know where ones have been. My dad was a strip club DJ. Mm-hmm. No, I, oh. I don't even I don't mess with cash. Uh, you're speaking in front yeah. of a nun here. Let's be careful. Yeah. I'm so sorry, sorry. there, yeah. Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, to produce on. Freak Show, FreakshowLA. Let's hear about this. Freak Show LA on Facebook. It's a dark comedic variety show. It has uh, well-developed characters, and uh, musical comedy, stand-up, performance art, sideshow acts. It's is there any the book The wildest reading? freaking variety, funniest thing you've is ever seen Is there any book life. reading? Any books involved? Uh, y- no. Can I, can I say this to you right now, too? The most... Fa- what the... Who is that? 
That was Satan. Groucho! That was Satan. <laughs> that was me moving my mic. All right. <laughs> you have been the light of my life. You Aww. came in, you saved us all from doom. You also brought a t-shirt that I'm wearing right yes, now. Yes, freak. A freak t-shirt uh, about your show, and it's beautiful. It just, it's a black shirt, red uh, with freak on it. We actually found a, uh, a expert in the Ouija world that is going to actually come in and cleanse the board, and then I will come back. And hand the board to you. So they will come in with the board, but I have to officially hand it to okay. you, this person. Says. What does that mean, cleanse? Like Windex well, or person, are using Windex? I, I have no idea. That's why they're the experts. I think, it's, mm-hmm. is that the person out there? I think he's licking it. Uh, well, yeah. I think so. I think I'm there not is sure a what's, lick. I'm not sure what's happening. Well, I'll be, right. I'll be well, right back. I'm just going to dive into Chapter 7 of The Lumberjerk. May I? All right. May yeah, I just, just do a, a dramatic reading book? there. Steve's father never permitted Steve to own a baseball glove. This made for some very painful games of catch between father and son. Steve's father never gave an explanation as to what he had against baseball gloves, other than he'd never trusted them. Well, that says it all, folks. Go out and get this book. Yeah. Where can they find this book again? Uh, Amazon.com. And wherever they sell a Dodger Stadium, evidently. In the parking <laughs> Wherever lot. Wherever they sell baseball clubs. <laughs> oh, okay. Here he, back. Here he is. Uh, Where are you from? I'm from Tamata. I, I am here to cleanse board for you. Oh, it's a bad pot in the clear. So I want to tell you, you played with the demon board, and as I touch board, I sense big evil in here, and not just the evil of shameless promotion for Chris Dodson about his book. It's a really it's, good book. It is as much things, and I will tell you right now, the ghost is a demonic Marx brother. It was not Groucho. It was not Harpo. No, it was Zippo. The one that they didn't, uh, the beautiful one, the one that wasn't funny. That's what happens when you're not funny, but you're a Marx brother. You are a demon in hell. I don't think there was a Zippo brother. There was. was. Give me my Ouija Give me my Ouija board. Oh Tuesday was not now. Tuesday is witch. No devil. <laughs> oh I God. don't know how to press a board in front of the devil. Give me oh, my board. I don't worry. I will try to press it in front of the devil. Yeah. I have to just clean this board. blood everywhere Wait devil horns like yeah. uh, I'm not as good hold as Anthony in describing this we need him in here
Lucretia, excuse me, Lucretia, do you have any eye tampons? I seem to be bleeding out some more. Wait, hold um, on a second. No, I think you I'm all out of eye tampons. I used my last ones for the last time I used them. Last time there was an Ebola outbreak. They used your eyeball you're tampons. You're a false prophet. No, 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 I'm real. Yeah, but you came in here saying you're Tuesday, you have all these crosses, I, I, and, and now now you I, have. I didn't blood say all I didn't say I was a nun. He said I was. I'm yeah. Oh my God! What the heck? Please, with your babbling brook words, I must leave soon. Let me get Did this board class and leave. What are you gonna do about that? I'm ready to place. I really don't think. I have never seen this on Supernatural. All right, what a character that Tim Thomas. Yeah, dude, Timothy was weird. You just missed it. Do not give it to. No, no. do not. No, no. I paid for it. She paid, paid for, for it, it with the so six 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 dollar. I don't know if you understand what's what I'm looking at. I did not notice this. Tuesday has bloody eyes, blood dripping from the eyes, nose and lip. There's a handprint of blood. The devil hat. You were a nun, and now you're the n- nun. Uh, you're there's no nun in you. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not selling it to her. No. I've no. already done it. I've no. already done yep. it. I own you it. You're not sale. giving it to her. You no got to complete the sale. Oh my God. The sale is shaking. It's shaking. Deal it's is shaking. a deal. I got, I got, I got to make sure it's all in here. I don't trust that guy. Well, yeah. wait Anthony, a second. I feel bad for you because it's, it's like she is checking your work. This is like it's, whenever I check I've my I've really got to tell you something. Chris said something that I just realized. <laughs> what? what? All right, it's a all deal is a deal. A deal is a deal. But did yeah. I just make a deal with the devil? Right now, it looks like you did. I yeah, think it appears you so. did. And to and, be honest, and we're all I, affected because by I, this. No, so the no, light, we're not. No, so we're not. now the, okay, li- cool. the light we're of not. your life right, now owns you, lock, stock, and barrel. We're not. We're good. Did but, I sell so, my soul to get rid but of Anthony, a devil yeah. board? I am worried. I. I can't believe you did that. I sold my soul today. I'm not. This isn't even a joke. Like, you, you handed over the board to a to the devil. It's your board. You realize what you've done. Yeah, I don't think that you're in a better place now. I really don't. I'm worse off. Hey, 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 book boy. I mean, no offense. Hey, book boy. But I just (laughs) hey, book boy. Devil speaks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh my god. Satan doesn't read. I mean, okay, don't no. put me down and my family down. I didn't put your book down. Okay, fair right. enough. Tuesday? Yes. Is this you there in there? Somewhere in between, you'll find me, actually. Is Timothy still out there? Timothy is he has out no, of the window. He has no power. Yeah, Timothy, he was pretty scared. Oh. Although I did, I, I, we did lo- I did love his chant the Easter Santa Claus Easter bun. <laughs> Yeah, I'm calling BS on that chant. Okay. Really? Did you, Tuesday, and I need honesty, and I don't know if I can because you are the devil. Did you know that you were going to be the devil the minute you gave me that dollar? Did you know that you were... Did you, were you supposed to be there? Because I remember at the podcast, I picked Tuesday. I was like, Tuesday should come up here. I thought you were part of it. I said, like, Tuesday, come up. Did you pick me out with your voodoo ways? 
Well, I wouldn't call them voodoo, but yeah, you're you're stronger than that. Voodoo, feminine wiles. Yeah, you know, so Same you know, thing. potato, potato, satanic <laughs> tomato. And maybe <laughs> I set this entire thing up from the get go because I was the one to bring the Ouija board, and I brought Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And hold on, maybe I've even <sighs> tricked myself in this. Will I ever be rid of this silly devil? Because maybe I want it out of my board. Apartment. It's not looking like it at the moment, no. No, you'll be rid of the I, board. I think you should take the board back. No, look yeah. at the board right now. There's literal blood on the letters. Yeah, there's blood all over Anthony, it. like I told you Friday night when you uh, called me in a panic when I was on vacation trying to relax. Just is take, this why you're, take, you're so angry? Is this why you're not saying something happened because I called you late and you're upset? No, I'm not upset. It's always oh, nice to hear from Chris. you. And you and you ended the phone call by saying I love you, and that was nice. That was sweet. But <laughs> what I was telling you was just take the Ouija board back to Target. Even if you didn't buy it there, Drop it off at customer service. Walk away. Let it be their but problem. The problem There's, is, is I've yeah. sold the board to the devil. <laughs> is it, are you saying like Target has like a drop off for Ouija well, boards, like the well, firehouse has for children, there, yeah. like no, the not, firehouse yeah. has for children? How do you know what demon? How do you know what Target is, demon? Because I've drawn one on your soul. Well, Jake, oh. Jake, Jacob <laughs> is uh, our our guest for the day is going to be here. So we should move on. We'll worry well, about this Well, how am I going to interview somebody when I'm... Uh, You're uh, cursed. <laughs> well, thank you for coming in. That was very uh, bizarre and odd. <laughs> You're no, no problem. I, I'm here every Tuesday, but thank you for thanking No, me. not you. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I sold know. the board, and I wasn't... Uh, I just like how Greg is not here, but somehow the energy level <laughs> of the podcast went up. Well, I don't know yeah. how that happened. That's amazing. I'm, I'm glad I'm here to be a part of it. I must You're have been Tomothy, man. He, he, had to, he had some good vibes about it. <laughs> yeah, the You're welcome. The vibes were okay. <laughs> wow. So Greg Buckman's not here. He kept texting us and calling us. We, we thought he was going to be here today, but he was not. So He would not admit that he wasn't going to be here today? Yeah, he wouldn't. I was Which like, are, really you and then are you coming? Are you coming? He was like, oh, the farmer was angry at me. And I was like, farmer? <laughs> what? <laughs> we, he and, would change the subject. And I was like, what are you talking about, farmer? Are you coming in today or not? I was really scared of this farmer. He wouldn't, he wouldn't give a direct answer, so I texted Sherry. I was like, are you guys on your way back? She's like, yes. I was like, when are you getting in? Nine o'clock. And I was like, okay, great. Why can't Greg just tell us when he's coming back? Yeah, what does he think? If he if he doesn't tell us, then we just assume that he's here? Like when he's parking? I, I think, honestly, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's what he's doing. All right, we got a really awesome guest here. He's hilarious and a friend of mine, uh, Jacob Waisaki. Hello. And he's done amazing work. He did a, uh, a great movie that came out recently called An Evening with Beverly Laughlin. And he's been in this film, the Sundance film, Terry, uh, and uh, Fat Kid Rules the World. He's he's an incredible actor. Here he is, Jacob Wysocki. What a kind, kind intro. Thank oh. you so much. Yeah, of course, man. There's some positive vibes happening in here. And uh, Jacob, before you got in here, you might have seen we had a Ouija board and, and somebody that uh, deceived me. They are now, uh, they came in as a nun and they ended up being the devil. So I'm so glad that you're here and it seems so much more peaceful. It yes. does. You seem yeah. like you Thank cleansed you. a room. Yeah, let's clean Thank this room you. real quick. Let's, <laughs> let, let's, let's waft it all <laughs> yes. away. Yes. yes. Yeah, Do you have please. that kind of vibe? Are you are you a religious man? Are you a spiritual man? Um, I'm not, like, I come from... Uh, 
a, a spiritual home. My dad's Catholic and my mom's Christian. So like, you know, God and juju and, and angels and stuff was always around, but I'm more yeah. of just like a, an energy guy. Like you a have a good energy. Cosmos. Yeah. He came yeah. in. The room was lighter. Thank, Thank you so God. much. Yeah, man. Wow. You, you well, didn't even have to say the power of Christ compels you or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you just walked in yeah. and it was a lot better. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, I've done a little research about the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, and uh, you started acting in high school. Is that correct? Yeah. I started doing uh, improv in high school. I was, I was in the school band and it just was not my vibe. What was your instrument? I played the tuba. Very nice. Which That's was awesome. not for me and not what I wanted to do. Okay, then the not awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like I was I was playing drums and stuff, and I auditioned for the drum line and all that stuff, and he was like, you're a big boy. You can play the tuba. And I was like, this is not what I'm into. Yeah. So, so I, I got like tricked into per- participating in this improv program that my high school had and immediately was like, oh, this is great, and this is probably my thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm 28 now, so I started when I was 14. I'm still doing improv, baby. Great. Great. What well, was it? Just <laughs> was it just the high school improv group, or was it a chain? Or it was uh, through a company called Comedy Sports. I know uh, it. Yeah, which is still in LA, and they still operate, and they still do shows and all that jazz. They're like my, you know, my papas of of learning and stuff. I'm yeah. over at UCB now, like yeah. every every schmuck in town, but. Uh, yeah, it, it was you're great. You're no schmuck. Oh, stop. There's stop a lot it. of schmucks, but you're no <laughs> oh, schmuck. boys. I've seen some schmucks in my day, and you're not one of them, sir. So at uh, UCB, did you take classes and then get on teams and all yeah. the whole rigmarole? I did the whole rigmarole. I did uh, I did the you know the 101 through 401, and I was like an intern, and then I got on a Herald team, and I'm on a Herald and Mod team now. Yeah, and that that's not wow. that is no easy task, by the way, for everyone listening. Getting on a Herald and mod team that's like bo jackson playing uh football and baseball i feel like it's a not or am i right it's, it's a it's a small percentage of i would say the like theaters participants do both yeah yeah it's like getting into juilliard or something yeah sure i'll take that <laughs> yeah and, and you um, love it there the you, you, lo- you enjoy performing I like, there and... i like most of it you know what i mean i, I feel like All i have right. a lot of creative Whoa. freedom yeah Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. well the, the devil ghost. came yeah, back yeah i know yes. get out of here yes, devil yes. get out <laughs> we will not have you here today my friend yeah. uh yeah i like most of it i like the creative freedom um you're still like there's still somebody making decisions on how the theater should exist and how it should feel right so you're you're you are a little bit uh being guided by the AD or the the people who came before you. Sure. Um, and like the, there's a business side of it and then there's a creative side. The creative side I really like. And the business side has grown to be something that I don't like because the creative side is so uh, prosperous. You know right, I mean? right. So it's a double-edged sword, but like I'm lucky enough to be in a place where I'm already on the teams. I don't have to go with like the new class schedules and like there's an academy now wow so i i i've bypassed that like, oh good which it, is you nice. started earlier you yeah know, you've been doing it since you're 14 you're done with all this stuff well maybe i started not, yeah not know. ucb i started that uh uh i've been on herald for five years so i started probably six years ago yeah. oh so you've been doing oh, wow. enough so maybe right before they started all this stuff you got into it which exactly is probably good like i was in before the new sunset building and all that stuff but i i do like it and sure I met a lot of really cool collaborators and stuff through through that system so well i feel I like a that. lot of artists uh in general uh want to be part of the artist side you don't want to be part of that business people telling you what to do no but there has to be uh you know happy medium there i'm sure there's like people that were like cool at one time they're probably not as cool or whatever but they had a they have to follow some kind of 
you know, thing, right? Well, everybody yeah. wants to like have an apartment. Right, right. You, you gotta work, I mean? and you gotta like buy. So, there's some rules in everything, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, and you, you gotta, gotta you gotta do the work. Yeah, there's, and there's you're no and you're doing that. You yeah, exactly. I mean? Yeah, there's no and, shortcuts, and it's a place to do the work, which I like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you you grew up in L.A. pretty mm-hmm. much, or did you grow? I'm a full local baby. All right. Yeah, I grew up in a little town called Lomita. Lomita, which is in this the beautiful, beautiful South Bay of Southern California. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and I, you, we'd come up. You know, like we do like L.A. trips. We do Hollywood trips. Like how on far the is that? How far? Uh, twenty mi- t- uh, Twenty miles. So like, uh, you oh, know, okay. Thirty five minutes in the dead of night, and an hour in, is it in by, the end of the day. Is it? By Long Beach or yeah, we're in that same zone. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. It's a little more uh, uh, inland. It's like closer to Torrance, Redondo Beach, San Pedro. Oh yeah, but we're all in that. Sa- we're touching the same water, you know. Be- and nice. it's by the water, so a beach kid maybe, right? Technically, like not the same tax bracket as the beach kids. Like, all right, Lamita's is expensive. <laughs> yeah, Lamita's like the the like melting pot uh, interior town to all of those like rich Redondo Beach, Manhattan Beach, Palos Verdes places we're like the blue collar to the to the doctor and lawyer zone that's where i would rather be anyway yeah yeah because we can take the bus to the beach but we don't have to uh uh be masked by privilege well yeah and also like i'm being masked by privilege is also like there's there's more rules with that and oh yeah and, and and we're talking about the business side of everything it's like they have to be. They're told how what color their houses can be, mm-hmm. how much they, you know, if they don't mow their lawn, they can be fined. Where I grew up, it sounds like similar to you. You could have a weed, as much weeds as you want, and just live in a, you know, a, a forest if you want in your yeah. lawn. That, you know, I mean, where did you grow up? I grew up in Minnesota, oh, amazing. Uh, the suburbs of Minnesota called yeah. Brooklyn Park, and you know, it's it's, it's pretty much like lower middle class i yeah. would say but it's it's pretty cool little area i suppose there's nothing really uh uh too bad well i guess the only thing bad about it is uh there was some kind of like chemical thing that they were doing in the ground and aaron brockovich had to come and save the day which is a true story oh, wow. <laughs> is, that, is that why you're so bizarre no no i, I very could very much could be or it could be the fact that i was just uh uh, washed and deceived by the devil in carnage. Uh, uh, so you uh, were in plays as well in high school? Yeah, so I did the... serious acting or all comedy stuff? Oh, man, I was so anti the serious stuff. Right. I was like, give me the comedy role. If I have to sing, give me the joke song. Um, my high school had these things called small learning communities, uh, and I was in the performing arts small learning community. So it was like super hyper focused on performance and all of the classes like i forget the specific word but there's like where your english and history class are on the same track talking about the same stuff at the same time and period and yeah. like they all interact and all like cross over into the art world and stuff um i'll tell you while uh, jacob was doing that and it, <laughs> he was twisting those words with his actual hands which is really interesting he had, like there was a twisty tie or some kind of like uh you know, uh, I don't know, like I a think that straw. was me circumnavigating my brain, like digging through some old files, trying You're to find the space, words. It space felt work. really <laughs> good. Space work. I felt really good I about it. it. Yeah. I, when you were doing that, I was like, yes, 
I see the twist. Are, they <laughs> feel good. The yes. Um, it, uh, so, yes, I'll tell if there's any other hand things with him, I will let you know. I am very observant <laughs> of, of this man's hands I'm right now. I'm a big now. hand guy and <laughs> actor. <laughs> um, yes. So you've done stage, you've done television yes. and movies. Yes, I have. Uh, uh, yeah. w- what was your first thing? Was it this ABC Family uh, television show? Yeah, that was the the, the first uh the first trick into the biz, you know, I was just like in community college and I was doing, uh, improv up here for fun. Yeah. Uh, and like, I got very lucky and somebody came and saw a couple shows and was like, I'm making the show, like come try out for it. I remember like ditching college class and like having to explain like, Oh, I have to go like audition for a show. And that felt so strange. Right. What did your teacher say? Yeah, right. I think it was my homework type thing. Yeah. It was sort of that (laughs) vibe. I think like, uh, one dude was like, "Wow, that's kind of cool. Good luck or whatever." But I think everybody else, especially because it was community college, was like, "We've heard it all, brother." Yeah, 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 got, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, you yeah. got an audition. Sure, enjoy, man. enjoy. Did you uh, continue to go to school, or you got the gig and said, "See ya" to all the teachers? So oh, they think I you said, just dropped See out. Ya. Very, I yeah. did, I, Very good. You know, I did school because I had to do school, mm. and it took me doing school to be like, "This is not how I do anything." <laughs> like right, I don't operate. Right this way like i don't think this way right i don't want to follow these rules it's very corporate yeah yeah <laughs> you exactly. and the rules you and the rules i'm not a rule guy you don't like yeah. these no, rules i'm a i you know i'm a soft punk you know what i mean yeah like, yeah i i'm anarchy baby yeah. anarchy <laughs> with a smile baby yes. yeah, 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 yeah 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 anarchy light you don't like when uh when people when you're being controlled maybe mm. right i don't enjoy that you're no. a free flowing man yeah but I, it's not really like at the uh it's not to be like fu- fuck you to authority. It's more of on this like level of like we should all be able to just kind of cruise through and get past some of these rules. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, we should. Right. Like you let me through a couple rules, I'll let you through a couple rules, and like we're all just getting through our days a little easier. Yeah, I love that. And, yeah. and being uh, being your own person it, it gets you through that a lot easier than like, okay, guys, so this is what we're going to be doing. And if you, you you're all great people, but uh, guess what? Uh, you're not that great because I'm going to tell you how to be better. And it's like never going to be, be- no. never going to work for you or I'm anybody not. really. Yeah. You know. Speaking of punk, you were in a, a movie directed by Matthew Lillard, the King. Yeah, the King. Um, what was that experience like working with him? Oh man, that was amazing. He 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 he's like an actor first who has specialized his own thought process into like an uh, a curriculum, you know what I yeah. mean, or like a directing style. He's all about momentum, momentum in the scene. And, oh, and, that's and cool. creating momentum and being like open as possible before the momentum starts. No distractions, like don't be on your phone. I remember I was like playing Nintendo DS before a scene and he was like, get that fucking thing away. Oh, like, you're wow. supposed to be free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear. Your but mind. he's also yeah. fucking intense. Like if you didn't hit it, he's like the coach comes in. He coaches soccer and stuff. And like, oh, right. I think he's got that sort of like athletic, a little bit of that athletic. Macho little jock kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And he'll just be like, you don't get to do this tomorrow. And it triggers wow. you in a different uh, mental space I so, and you like that form like he's not it worked like, I, I it worked and i didn't dislike it i you yeah. know what i mean i've i've had i've been very lucky to see how other people direct in other different ways and as i think as long as it's effective i really don't care and, and that was a fat kid rules the world correct yeah this is your first 
big movie or did you do movies before? I did a, an indie movie that went to Sundance before called Terry with uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, and that'd be amazing too. I mean, these are this is great. These are great people. Wow. They've done. I got so- tricked, man. I got very lucky early on and was like, "This is my job now." And and here yeah. we are. Here we are. I never thought I would be really doing anything like this, especially for this long. You know what I mean? But here I am. It's good that yeah, you are though, because you're still doing it. Yeah, yeah. you need people like you who uh, who care about. Uh, the art form as well as uh, humble. What uh, what was your character kind of go through the process of how you prepared for that role? Um, what you did? I uh, it was a, a lot of sort of discussions with with Matt, um, and I I as an individual wanted to try and make it really different than Terry. Uh, I think the story is really different and the trajectories of those characters are really different. But I think from right, right. like a commercial audience standpoint, it's just a movie about a fat kid who's kind of sad, like both of them or whatever. Right. So I really wanted to try to do the work to differentiate them. Um, I think like the like the costume department did a really good job of sort of like giving me clothes that were a lot tighter than I was comfortable in being in. Right. Yeah. I had to get like a huge haircut. As you see, my hair is pretty long and I've yeah. always kind of keep it long. And I got this like dramatic buzz cut. <laughs> uh, and Lillard just gave me this little like character thing of just like this dude's a mouth breather. And that just really kind of opened it up is like, I would just sort of get in character by like dropping that jaw and then the shoulder sort of followed with the jaw and just right, really right. keep that breathing pattern going through the mouth. And that's just sort of like where that guy lived or was accessible right wow yeah that's awesome that's, that's great. great man uh did you uh besides uh the ucb and the the high school stuff did you take acting classes or were you just kind of thrown into it and you learned from being on set kind of deal or yeah or, definitely or, the latter i i don't like i don't want to be rude or anything but i think it's like a sham to take an acting class because yeah. really what we're trying to do is like embody the most realistic version of somebody that's not yourself, but a version of yourself or whatever. And I don't know. I don't need anybody to tell me like how to be me, but different. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think like improv, especially like the sort of like short form stuff I did going up before UCB has a lot of skill sets that are like acting based. Right. 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 Trusting yourself and making choices and, uh, like uh, physical characterizations and stuff like that. So I think I just use my like improv knowledge to to like circumvent needing to be like, what's Meisner or what's this? Yeah, I think some people too, um, like you said, I think, you know, a lot of the acting classes, it's probably them learning how to play themselves in a weird way. And you sure. kind of, if you figure it out already, it sounds like you've already figured it out. It's like, yeah, I mean, you're like, all right, I'm going to play this, but um, I'm going to be this character. I'm going to play myself in this character, and that's how you're you're doing it. And so that makes sense. Uh, some people definitely have to learn how to be free again, I yeah. guess. It's interesting with improv, too. It's like a lot of people, it seems like they just have to learn how to be – to play and, and, like, not be an adult and not, like – focus on what their job told them or what their parents told them they have to be like. Absolutely. You know? I, I totally agree, man. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I, I think your recent performance in an evening with Beverly Leflin was really like your character of Lawrence was really, you could really tell that you really grooved out the character and it was really unique Thank and authentic you, for that. And I'm wondering 
how you did that. Like, what did you do to, because I know I, I've worked with Jim Hosking before, the yeah. director, <clears throat> and he's really cool. And he does a lot of bizarre, super bizarre um, stuff. How would you describe his work? I mean, and also, how would you describe you preparing for that part? Uh, yeah, I'll start with that? like his work. He's just like, he, he in, in my mind, he's so smart that he can like attack these things like on a double meta sort of experience. Right. It's like people are still, you know, it's, I think people compare it to like a Tim and Eric kind of thing. Right. I think it's, or it's sort of the step beyond of like even making fun of that, which is like being self hyper aware and making fun of the things we normally see on TV. So like with this movie and like the greasy strangler, they both just feel like these big, uh, domes encapsulating like what a movie's supposed to be and doing it all wrong or like doing right, it right, all right. opposite. So yeah. I think that just comes from him being so smart and understanding movies on a level that I don't. Cause I'm just like a summer blockbuster guy. I'm like, give me the robots blowing up the stuff. Like, right, right, right. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I vertigo, like it's a cool flick, but I've never seen it. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't have these art house. How do you know it's a cool flick then, man? Because everybody says it's cool, <laughs> man. I trust. I trust. Uh, so, you know, and that sort of bridges how I got into the characters. I just watched a lot of his work. And I think I understood what he was trying to do or I created a version of what he's trying to do. He could sit here and tell you, I'm not doing that at all or whatever. Um, <laughs> but, like, to me, that's what he was doing. Yeah. And so I just tried to, like match his tone because he's so secure in his tone and he's so confident with his tone that if i can like latch on parasitically to that tone or whatever like i should be able to fit into the world yeah Uh, totally and that's just sort of how i really cracked it and you know i was lucky enough to like he was like in england and we had to do like a callback over skype and stuff but he was really good at being like i like your lips, I don't know how you use your lips. And for <laughs> me, that's just like, great, like more lips, more like this space. And yeah, I can I control the energy yeah. and put it into my lips. And uh, he was like, that little bit is just enough for me to be like, it's he's a lippy, weird guy. <laughs> a lip but I also came into that guy. movie with like a character that was probably like at a 12 of where Lawrence is now. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I think the original, my original take was like full, like British accent, like bombastic, sort of like the people you'd see uh, when they do like the, the, what is it? The, the, the parliament talks like just big and British, just so deep in here. And And I was like, this is what I'm thinking. And he was like, oh man, I don't know, brother. And he was like, let's like totally take it back and rethink it uh was that for the audition or when you shot well i auditioned for a different character than the character that i oh, was in oh oh wow yeah, i auditioned for zach cherry's part uh zach cherry a ucb new york guy big ups to him he's with like sky escobar and emil hirsch uh the like people in the car oh chasing. right yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right 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 so, right so it great. was yeah he's so good man he's so funny and he's so good in the part um and so I think like I went in with like never having done Lawrence oh, until right. we shot essentially. Oh right, you know, right except right, right. for like in my head or whatever. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So growing up in L.A. Uh, or kind of on the outskirts of L.A., did is your whole was your whole life uh, from high school on kind of acting or, or what were you about? Like besides the acting stuff or I was just like a fucking improv kid, man. You loved I improv. Just fucking ate it up and I would do shows and I'd sit out and fucking smoke smoke weed and talk about the shows for right. hours and yeah. how can we better how can we be more efficient like fuck this short form stuff like how do we make short form new again like arguing with the comedy sports ad to put in a long form show or like right. give my sketch group a shot and like we'll sell tickets and i was just on that and i was like in school you so know? This, but you were passionate about that that was your deal oh dude like that, I, that's all you thought about i was comedy? like a, yeah i was a fucking philosopher of comedy you love it. Like, books, whatever you could get your, uh, or maybe just whatever I, you can do. I don't read. I'm an asshole like that. No, you don't have you to know, be an yeah, asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but no, I was just like doing it multiple times a week, like just putting in hours. Sounds like you're still doing that. Yeah, I am. I am. I love it, man. I love just like even, even uh, last night, like I had a show uh, and we all found ourselves talking about it for 15 minutes. After the show? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And And this is... Your passion, what you're into. There's, uh, you you went from music to this, and that and that that suggestion and the the improv must have been the, whoever that guy is. Oh, I uh, thank Kiki, him every day. Kiki huh? Infante, I'll never forget. Yeah. I, I was carrying my tuba back from a long ass day of marching, and there was comedy sports auditions. And she <laughs> said, I heard you're funny. You should come in and do this. Uh, what's your family wow. like? Are they supportive of all Super this? Super supportive. Always man. have been. Yeah, I'm an only child, so like I'm the the baby, and I'm the one and only yeah. so i think i'm lucky in that regards where I, I i feel like i could be a fucking junkie and i'd still get like the same love that i get from my parents and, yeah uh and luckily you're not i'm not thank god <laughs> but they come to shows when they can they work and stuff and it's it's hard you know to like yeah come see a late night improv show and then have to go to work in the morning but they they support as much as they can and are that, they both from la as well no they're from flint flint michigan yeah, flint I mean, do you get to Flint? I mean, it's a. T- I haven't been in probably ten years. But yeah, after to, the water crisis, I'm sure yeah. they've had a lot of people deal with that. It's like pretty much everybody's either moved to like Indiana or has died. How know? did they end up out here? Uh, my dad worked for United Airlines, as, as did his father, and there was an opening at LAX, and so him and his buddy Tim Fair yeah. cruised out. Uh, and then my mom, <laughs> my mom was visiting her sister on vacation and just never Wait moved a back home. They, they did not know each other. In Flint. But they're both from Flint. Yes. And yes. she never moved back. She went on vacation with a suitcase and never went back to Michigan. Wow. Because of your dad? No, they did not meet each other when they first came out here. They came as like singular individuals. What was her purpose? She was like, "I love it here." It was just suck. It was just so groovy. It was. It was. Are they hippies? Kind of. Yeah. You said yeah. groovy. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. It was like sunny and there was no fucking snow, man. Like, how <laughs> yeah. could you leave? Oh my! Yeah, that is amazing that they both are from Flint, Michigan, but they never knew each other in yeah. Flint. Grew did up they rather know- close. They they did not know of each other. And they wow. did. They, they have any f- mutual friends or anything? Or don't you know? that it's really uh weird. it was something they met somehow where it was like oh i know somebody from flint like you guys should hang out what a love story oh Amazing. man it's uh created crazy expectations <laughs> uh how do you have a love story yourself then I, I guess we'll we'll get into that what's going on with you my love life you don't have to have one uh, improvs your love maybe yeah 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 you know i you, you have your you have your ups and your downs and right uh, i mean i almost 
died from a Ouija board today. Yeah. So I have ups and downs too, man. But you know, we all have been there. Things are good. I have, you know, if not to be like too corny, but my heart's in London right now where I met this really oh. cool person who's over there and they're doing their thing and I'm going to do my thing and we'll see what, we'll see what goes on. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. Do you get to London a lot now that that this no, is happening? No, no, I'm I'm planning to figure out how to do it. Skypes, FaceTime, a lot of that stuff. It's a lot of texts, a lot of check-ins, and like a lot of counting plus eight because it's a eight-hour time difference. Mm. So oh, it's a lot right. of being like, oh, what time is it over there? Um, I remember that. That was cr- I. It, I made mistake. I went. I went there for a little bit, but then after that, I went to India, and I remember calling people, and they're like. You know, it's like five in the morning. What do you do? And I'm like, oh my god, oh, it's so like sorry. noon right now. I mean, yeah. I, I was just telling you, I saw a leper. <laughs> I, I just wanted to say I saw a leper. I'm so sorry. Uh, and they're like, well, I would take that call at five a.m. If you yeah. saw a leper, I'd be okay. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I was like, there's a there's lepers in the world, real lepers, and uh, that was not uh, the best thing to do. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I don't uh, know what's happening. T- uh, so we got Terry. We got Fat Kid Rules the World, kind of indie films. Yeah. Then we got Boner Police, the movie. Oh, my gosh. I saw this. What is Boner Police? <laughs> oh, man. Were you one of these Boner Police? Did I you was. have a boner? <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> uh, I was in a, a sketch group called Bath Boys Comedy. All right. Uh, we're, we were and still are uh, a YouTube sketch group. Yeah. Uh, we all met doing comedy sports at like 18 and... We just really hit that YouTube world hard. And yeah. We did a sketch a, a week for like four years. And one of the guys uh, in the group was at Chapman University. And if you pay a bunch of money to a private university your senior year, they give you money back to make a movie. And you guys wrote Boner Police. Wow. It's, uh, it's like uh, it's, it's Minority <laughs> Report if boners were illegal. Oh, is there a lot good. of boners in the movie? Uh, a fair amount. God, where boner can, is such a word. <laughs> yeah, too. boner, boner, boner. Where can you uh, find this? Is it's it on. Like- oh God, it's on YouTube. It's like twenty-eight minutes. Uh, we desperately tried to sell it and make money and be like, we can make a feature uh, of the even, boner, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, <laughs> it might even. You're, is this giving you like? <laughs> are you feeling it again? Do you feel like it's like resurfacing? <laughs> The boner police. I can't decide back. if it's like so inappropriate now or if it is just appropriate enough. Where it's like right. we could really say something about like the male like uh, toxic masculinity yeah, landscape right, or whatever. Right. Um, but, you, but it's like just a dumb premise, and we just wanted to make a cop movie and like shoot stuff on a red in a helicopter. Like oh, so you got a helicopter? Oh, baby, we did it big. Was that the thing that cost all the money, and then you just did everything? Honestly, else? helicopter was free. This dude was what? like, this dude was like, I need to get hours, and he's like, I got a really shitty helicopter, and I have to get hours. I'm not supposed to take anybody up, but I'll take you guys up. And it was he do- broke his helicopter yes. oath. <laughs> yes, and it was doorless, so we were just like, oh my god, basically holding on. To each other, all like, the boner police are together <laughs> holding each other. Yeah, leaning out with a with a rented red camera, like getting shots of the U.S. Bank building. Oh my yeah. god, it was incredible. Um, wow. Do you still have this guy's contact? Because I feel like he <laughs> probably has gotten his hours, but I bet I'm maybe sure he'll he cut you a deal. Now. I maybe, yeah. I'm he not going to say his name on now. air, so the the, yeah. the pilot police don't come for him. <laughs> yeah. but. This is what I, I I got from that. He said, I have a shitty helicopter, and you guys 
We're like, uh, we're good. all right. We'll just pile in the back of this thing. Well, it's it wasn't cool. all. We all didn't go. It was okay, like the but, director and the DP. Yeah, but yeah. a few of you went into. Yes. Uh, he described <laughs> it. He was like, "I'm a student. I'm not supposed to bring you up, but I will." But just so you know, we could die. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if you're 23 and you've been making these videos like handheld in an apartment or like uh, around Orange County and somebody dangles a helicopter at you. That's right. You're, you're gonna you take can't it. say no. Willing to die for your art. I'm and ready. That's, that's where you hear, yeah. folks. You get a helicopter that's uh you know one one propeller off you use it you know well, uh, well what are you what are you up to now what's going on with you now uh just hanging uh, man just, just doing hanging. ucb i just uh finished a run of the show called griff hedgley over at the theater oh cool. that was really fun it ran for a year it man. was like just a character that i like started doing on vine and all of a sudden i'm doing like a 35 minute Stage show. One man show? No, no, no. Yeah, no. Crew. I, I, I hope to never participate in one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Why? I, I just don't I don't think it's my zone. I like to collaborate so much. Yeah, and I yeah. think so many that I've seen are just like, I'll say it, quite frankly, dog shit. And it's yeah, just yeah, so, yeah. oh God, it's so interior. When my like, grandma went, was in the third grade yeah well we're at a we're at a point now where they're formulaic and so yeah like why even do it like you're not if you're gonna tell your story in a way that six other white dudes have told their story like but the characters are different and the wigs are different like i'm just not interested right right you know right, right, yeah. and i have seen some like cool art pieces or one person shows that break those forms and i will applaud them and give them their their you know their, their due their due or whatever right uh but i think just the landscape right now is just fucking boring. you like to cut through the bullshit you don't want to deal with this stuff do you why be why be nice when we can be real baby i've never well, said that no but I you're very nice like but uh, I, yeah. I mean you don't want to deal with this you know thing you have to do or no. Well, I mean, it's like, I think it's part of being from L.A. where it's like none of this is glamorous. Like none of this is cool or that exciting. It's a job. Right. And it's a job many people have had. And it's a job that I heard my entire life to not participate in. Right. Or be skeptical of. From these damn community college people. And now <laughs> look at look at you now. Look at, look you, at now. you now. Here at the Laugh Factory in, in a yeah. You know, I never thought room. I'd make it. I never thought I'd make it here. Well, to the laugh factory. To the laugh factory. Never thought you'd walk in. No, I wow. never thought I'd be here. Oh wow, it's kind it's of a cool exciting. little spot. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's historic, man. I've never been here. What a dream. Oh, we'll show you around. It is a very. Yeah, I mean, we'll show you around. I really like this building because it's uh, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, it's just there's a lot of history behind all this stuff. Uh, the The offices across the street are actually uh, the old home of Groucho Marx. Oh, amazing! And uh, there's some. Kind of little pictures Groucho of like apparently uh, haunts the laugh factory. Yeah, yeah, good, so. good. Yeah. Cha cha <laughs> There's like yeah. pictures of like Richard Pryor and like I love that kind of stuff. I, and I'm sure like the history of uh, people performing is there's so many. It's very exciting. Here. What what advice do you have for uh, comedians that are just starting out? What would you tell them? Fail big, baby. Fail don't worry big. about Fail it. Big. Just don't worry about it. Just get out there, get those reps in. That's You're gonna be awesome. so bad for so long. I still think I'm bad i mean i i know that i've been successful and stuff but like when i get really down into it i can still be that same 18 year old like on the stupid comedy sports being like i can be more efficient i can be like more exciting i can be more surprising like it, wow. you just got to treat it like uh like a real art form or a real philosophy and just get your head around it and get your hands on it 
Yeah, it's, it's your you, life. Dude, you're awesome. Thank man. you so much, man. It's your life, right? In, this is yeah. your this is your religion in some weird yeah. way, you know? Yeah, it's the most consistent thing I've had. Like, I played soccer, I quit soccer. I did band, I quit band. I haven't quit improv. I haven't quit comedy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and, wow. Uh, you know, you, you plug along and you enjoy it. Thank yeah. you. I hope to. I hope to keep doing it. I, I've been lucky. <laughs> I love that I just told you. You yeah. enjoy it. You're I like, will. no, I don't enjoy it, man. I, I will. don't know why you're telling me that. <laughs> I enjoy it when it's good, but I also recognize that a lot of it can be bad. If you have a bad show, what happens? You 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 don't care anymore. You're, you're oh, like, I care. I care you go sure. you you go in a, a place like a dark place. You you focus on it. I try and just like keep it to the ride home. If that yeah. makes sense. Smart. Yeah. You yeah. just you oh, don't need good. to focus on it and and keep going and keep going and keep going and be like, oh, I suck. It, 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 it gets because it, like I'm lucky enough where it's like I'm doing a show maybe more a week, yeah. So like the time in between is small to sit in a negative space. Yeah, because you're doing so many shows. Yeah, so yeah. I have I have the opportunity to get out of that space. Is it all at UCB or do you have other performance places that uh, you like? To right do? now it's mostly UCB. Right now, yeah. Great. I, I did other places, and they have uh, they all turn over and stuff like that. I'll like, say this. What a blessing to have uh, the opportunity to perform there a bunch of times. I'm sure people like would give their left arm to be like, yeah. always, like I'm you know, just doing this five days a week, no problem. And, yeah. you know, they're like, five days? I, I can't even get in the room. <laughs> I can't even get, it, can't get valet to park my car <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, very, I'm very lucky to have a place like that. I've, I've been really fortunate to have theaters that have let me just fuck around for – the last couple of years. And that's, that's I think awesome. the biggest part of like me being if at any all good that I am is from just having a place to fuck around. Yeah. Why not? And that's great. You, you got to find your home somewhere. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. Well, where can people find you on- online? You can find me uh, on Twitter at uh, Jacob Wysocki. You can find me on Instagram there too. Um, Look up uh, the Bath Boys on YouTube. Boner, please. Boner, please. <laughs> oh, I just released some sketches with some funny guys from UCB. We're called Three Princes. Those are all online. Who are oh, the other awesome. princes? Uh, Zach Oyama and Devin Field, two very funny comedians. L.A. guys? Uh, they're in L.A. now. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, no, no. I met them through UCB. So just your good friends, just, you know? Yeah, we did a cage match run that went pretty thick, and we just, uh, we just really gelled. The first time That's we performed, great. we were all on Mushrooms. Whoa! Uh, there's this like little uh, fundraiser show that's like Team Ecstasy, Team Shrooms, Team Weed, and team you have Cruise. to do it. Oh yeah, man! Are you into the drug culture? Do you like mushrooms, weed, all this good fun stuff? I, yeah, I'm 420 friendly. You partake? Yeah, yeah. I, I like a good. Uh, I haven't done them in a while, but I do enjoy mushrooms. But I feel like right now. I like probably haven't done them in like nine ish months or something like that, and I'm good with that. I'm <laughs> Expanding that. your mind, though, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's cool to just like get out there and have a tree like show you his sons. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> and and all earth earthly things, you know, weed and shrooms. Maddie, I love it. We, we love the weed. We don't do it, but we oh, love yeah, it. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, I sometimes do, but not as much as you. I don't push God, it. Jesus I don't. Christ. I don't push it on people. <laughs> it, you know, some people. It's not for them. Yeah, no, yeah, for totally, sure. Yeah, you can't push things. You can't push it. I love it. Keep well, it breezy. Man, yeah, it's real awesome to meet you. Thanks for yeah, uh, thanks letting so us talk. This is an awesome man. chat, man. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, man. And peace. and we'll show you around this joint. And, yeah, yeah. Please. Let's make it groovy. Does that mean we're doing mushrooms? All right, people of Earth. This is Tuesdays, Tuesdays, News with Tuesday. Hello, everybody. I'm Tuesday Thomas. 
Uh, today's first story is Ben and Jerry's ice cream is diving deep into politics. The famous ice cream company unveiled an anti-Trump flavored ice cream. Great. Tuesday morning in D.C. dubbed the Pecan Resist. Pecan Resist is a chocolate ice cream with white and dark fudge chunks, pecans, walnuts, and fudge-covered almonds. What do you think of that, Tuesday? I think it's great that they left out the raisins. (laughs) (laughs) I hate raisins. I'm a raisinist, I guess. Will you eat this ice cream? Um, I'm not a huge ice cream person, but I think I might try this because, well, white and dark fudge chunks, pecans, walnuts, fudge covered all. Yeah, I probably would give it a try. Just, uh, I don't know how much, how much money, Ben and Jerry, are you actually giving to the resistance from this? That's always the thing with me. It didn't say anything about that, did it, Tuesday? There's no resistance money. It's just a, a make fun of. Yeah, and I can do that on my own without spending money and giving it to Ben and Jerry. You've heard news, that first. News, news, Tuesday's news, 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 Tuesday's news. All right, our second news story. William Daniels, that's the actor who played Mr. Feeney in Boy Meets World, if you remember that show, stopped an attempted burglary at his home. William and his wife, actress Bonnie Bartlett, were they were at their San Fernando Valley home when someone tried to kick in the back door. William sprang into action, turned on the lights, and the intruder hightailed it off the property. What do you think of that, Tuesday? Yeah, what do you think about that? I think it probably was Corey who did it after all these years. Oh my gosh. I think Corey if who? they live in San Fernando Valley, it probably was Corey with a Corey Feldman? Corey, Corey Matthews. Corey the, Matthews. The, the, the Boy Meets World boy. Yeah. Oh. Probably got a crack. Corey on crack. He was 91 years old and he stopped a burglar. That's got to be really... That's got to be saying something yeah. for him. Wow. Mm-hmm. His wife was there. I mean, that is a pretty good story. I mean, how many that's people good. have I ever stopped? Tuesday, I... have you ever stopped a burglar? Yes, I have. What happened? Um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> news, news, news. <laughs> Tuesday's news. News, news, news. Tuesday's news. All right. Little Yachty says he would... Let me start over again. I'm sorry. Tuesday just yawned. (laughs) So this is really fun for Tuesday. Yeah, this story really made me fall asleep. Little Yachty says he would have his hands tied if Nicki Minaj ever wanted to get into the studio with him because his loyalty lies with Cardi B. Little said he would love to work with Nicki, but he'd have to turn her down because he and Cardi are signed to the same management team. Quality control music. Yachty doesn't want to get in the middle of Cardi and Nikki's ongoing feud, which picked up steam after Cardi's sister accused Nikki of leaking Cardi's phone number. Wow. What do you think of that, Tuesday? Who the hell cares? That's what I think of that. (laughs) News, news, news. Tuesday's news. News, news, news. Tuesday's news. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you for... For the world. Uh, Tuesday, I personally thank you for taking the Ouija board off my hand. Let's thank Jacob one more time. Yeah, thank you, Jacob. Thank you, guys. Good As man. always, Thank the you, Laugh Factory, Lucretia Lyon, and the, and Thank she's you, here. Chris Dotson, and buy his book, The Lumber Jerk. It's available on Amazon. Uh, Thank you, Tommy, the sound guy. Thank Come you, all the people. Come see me at Freak Show LA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when's your next show? 
Uh, we are tomorrow night. We are... Uh, tomorrow night. Okay, perfect. perfect. Night. Go to freakshowla.com and you'll see all the ones that are coming up. If not, just awesome. go tomorrow night because uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a uh, live broadcast. Live but when we say, yeah, we're pre recorded. <laughs> so see you tomorrow night, everybody. Bye. From the Laugh Factory to you, I give you a fair adieu.